everyone, and welcome back to From Miles to Milestones podcast. On this podcast, we talk about the many miles we go through in our 20s while also discovering the many miles it takes to reach personal goals, which become our life milestones. The idea for this podcast came during the very start of my long distance running journey back in October of last year. I always wanted to be a runner, but took myself out of the game entirely as every time I tried to run, I just could not run more than three minutes without huffing and puffing growing up. And the idea that I simply just had to stay consistent and build my endurance was just not really cutting it because I'm probably the world's most impatient person there is. And as a former gymnast and professional dancer, the ego definitely took over. And the fact that I had to start from the bottom and endure many, many figurative miles was not an option. And I very quickly just every time I would start, I would always finish. Or rather, no, every time I would start, I just quit. But something clicked last year when I signed up for my first ever 10K and committed to just sticking to training for roughly around four weeks, no matter how the runs went, and most of them didn't go really well. And I started slow and steady and ultimately proved myself wrong. I ran the entire first 10K and realized that 95% of our blocks is mental. And from then on, just continued to train for my half and my full marathon. And now I am just excited to kind of take that label and put it on myself now and prove that, you know, many things in life just takes time obviously, and it is something that I never give myself. So this long-winded intro is just to say again that no matter what your goal may be, it is not as far as you think as long as you just do one mile at a time. And this episode has been long overdue as I wanted to get it out a few months ago on my birthday, but somehow it turned into a four-month-long break. So to jump back into the swing of things, here are the 26 things I learned by 26. And at this point, some of them I learned in my first quarter of being 26. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. So number one, it is not how you start, it is how you end. This was something that my coach said to me right after an unsuccessful competition over a decade a decade ago at this point, and it really stuck with me then, and I still remember it uh, from time and time again. And it is just so easy to be down and just give up after things are not going your way or situations change, but ultimately it has nothing to do with how well or poorly your plans may start. I remember this, especially this month when October started for me very rough. And now looking back, how much things have changed in just four weeks, which is truly the most important thing to always keep in mind is just because something started not according to your plan or took an unexpected turn. That's not something that you need to focus on. What matters is how you come out of that and how you finish. Number two. Not all friendships and relationships are meant to last forever. Be it 10 years or one year, if a relationship ran its course, there is no need to keep zombies in your closet. One of my favorite parts from Michelle Obama's interview with Oprah when I watched it a couple months ago was when she was discussing her move to the White House and how her newly found responsibility and work and 
within that, she lost a few friends and she related it to climbing a mountain. And at some point, some people just lost oxygen with the elevation. And not to compare myself by any means to the Obamas and presidency, but it is very true that when your life begins to change, especially for the better, some people stay behind and that is okay. Number three, the right people will never make you question your place in their life. Those who make you anxious and insecure over your relationship with them is a big indicator that those people are not for you and you should let them be. I found this especially true in romantic relationships, especially once I start feeling anxious, it's almost as if my body is physically telling me you have to get this, like you have to go, this is not for you. And it's something that is very, very important to remember because a lot of times our bodies physically tell us signs and something that we are not seeing with our brains. Point four, don't wait until tomorrow or someday to follow your goal or change your life in some way. It'll never be the right time to move cities, to change jobs, to start new hobbies, but it will always be one of the best decisions you have made. Number five, no one cares what you do even though it sounds a bit rough, but if you're afraid of something new because of what some people might think, the truth is most people don't think twice about what others do and very few will judge and very few will actually genuinely support you. So many times people judge or negatively react over a person's new found, newly found hobby or lifestyle choice or move is because they want it as well, but are just too afraid to keep that leap. So don't hold back from what you might have wanted to do for over a year or for longer or maybe something that just came to your mind and you're like okay this is the time that I finally start doing x y and z it really does not matter what anyone will think number six just because someone is going through a difficult time in their life it does not give them the right to be an asshole to you it's important to be empathetic and understanding towards others but don't accept bad behavior when it is not deserved regardless of the situation. Number seven, look at people as if it were a silent movie. And this is something that I'm always trying to teach myself as well. Basically, what I mean is to always pay attention to their actions rather than their words. We live in a society where people love to talk and overpromise, but severely underdeliver. And if people tell you how much they value you, but they treat you as an option in any form of relationship, in platonic relationships, at work, then that is the loudest indication to walk away. Number eight, learning to be alone and liking your own company is the most important thing you can do for yourself. Not needing others' approval is the most liberating feeling. It takes time and it is uncomfortable to be okay with yourself and be happy with yourself and alone. But on the other side is someone who is fully independent, and that is one of the most important qualities to have, in my opinion. Number nine, be your own cheerleader. Following the previous point, don't rely on others' approval or support to be proud of yourself. Whatever you do, you have to make yourself proud and push yourself to the next level. And when you have a group of people who do that for you, it is a bonus, but those people can either support you, but they can easily judge you, not necessarily judge you, but they can easily just not be as excited about something as you may be. And that's okay, because as long as you have your own inner stern 
hand, then everything else around you is just simply a bonus. Number 10, smaller circles are normal and are okay. It's always quality over quantity. And this is something that has definitely changed in my 20s because I think growing up, especially in kind of my teens and through college, I was definitely someone who always valued how many friends I have at a birthday or how many different friend groups I'm involved in. And now kind of getting into that middle, well, I am in my mid-20s, but slowly creeping into that later 20s, it is all about quality of those people rather than quantity. And it is always so much more important to put your heart and time into the right people instead of expecting loyalty from many. Finding your core people in life who you can turn to does not have a price. And it's something that you have to value. You have to put time in, but you have to put the time and you know, and your energy into the right people to make that work. 11, people who are meant to be in your life will always come back and will always stay in your life. They may be gone for a season or two, but they're in it for the long haul, essentially. And that is something that I've truly learned kind of time and time again, that there are certain people in my life who are not necessarily in and out, but I guess our closeness fluctuates or um, certain times when, you know, certain life lessons with a romantic partner, things may have ended, but then somehow things kind of come back and you know it's ultimately to show that this is your person for life this is your friend for life or that it's not quite over and there's a lesson that needs to be learned here and I especially have seen this with some of my friendships where no matter the time the distance 17 years later and it is like no time has passed number 12 Rejection is redirection, and this is a cheesy classic one, but it's very, very true. Anytime I was rejected from a university, a job, a relationship, a friendship, it always seemed like the absolute worst thing, but there has yet to be one time when I was rejected and it did not lead to something better. We always celebrate the yeses in our life, but we have to also, I think, to say no, to say thank you to all the no's because they're the ones that ultimately get us to where we're meant to go. And I'm trying to work on this even harder myself that anytime there's a no in my life, instead of being bummed out about it, just say, great, this door is not for me, but that means that there's a window that is about to be open. 13, it is not your job to heal or fix people. You can guide and you can support, but a broken person is not your responsibility to put back together. 14. Dating is simply a numbers game, and if conversions are low, then increase the pool. Number 15. Don't be told no twice. Have respect for yourself and know when to walk away and get on with your life. 16. Sticking with a dating theme. Um... People are options until they treat you like a priority. And that has something that I've implemented in my personal life. And it has been more beneficial to kind of see situations from this lens where, you know, they're just an option until they prove themselves and they show you that they're, that you are a priority in their life. And once you implement this boundary, I think it makes everything a lot more black and white because I think with everything going on in kind of the last, you know, probably five years or so when it comes to dating, there's definitely a lot of things that are in the gray area, but this just keeps it very 
black and white for me. And I think it is always something that's very important to remember. 17. Our parents are just like us in many ways. They also don't know what they're doing and they're figuring out they're figuring out life as they go. And I think when we're kids, we always look at our parents as these people who know what to do in any situation, know how to help you or have all the answers. And I think the older we get, we realize that our parents, yes, they know more than us simply because they've been alive longer, but they're also just figuring it out. And that is something that's very refreshing and liberating to think about. 18, life is long and short at the same time. Um, don't wait for tomorrow to do something you wanted to do yesterday, but also don't panic about being behind in four years. You have time. You just just don't waste it, which um, I think this is something that I always think about because I'm someone who always lives in the future and I'm always rushing to get to like the next goal, to the next destination. And it always feels that, you know, life is just flying by because, and it truly is, if I think about that, we're end of October now. The fact that, you know, we only have two months left of 2023 is absolutely crazy. This year just flew by. But when I think about even the last six years of my 20, or rather five years of my 20s, so many things have happened. And so many things can happen in the next five years, for instance. So always so much time to get everything done. There's no rush, but it's just so important to have that balance of if there's a goal in mind, start working today, but also don't overwork and fear that, oh my God, my 20s are almost over. And then before you know it, I'm 70, because that's definitely how I, I, I view life. 19. Check in on your family, especially when you're far. It may only be for two minutes, but they're the most important things in your life. So don't ever go a day without sending them a text or a phone call or anything. 20. Don't react out of emotions. Better to delay a decision than to rush into a situation out of spite or anger or fear. 21. Wanting everyone to like you is quite egotistical. And I read something along these lines a couple months ago, and it also just clicked in my head because as someone who is a people pleaser, it's always been quite important for me, for people around me to like me, whether it be like obviously in friendships and relationships, but also just like random people. And I now realize that is absolutely absurd because everyone is an individual. They have their own preferences. They have their own opinions. And no one's going to like, like not everyone's going to like you. And that is perfectly fine because we're not everyone's cup of tea. But just because someone does not like you, it doesn't mean that they think that you're, they, you are a bad person or anything like that. They just don't care. And that is fine. And I think we need to learn in our 20s to accept that and not to try to make people like us and etc. 22. Be kind to yourself. This is something that I always struggle with, but we can be our own worst critics, men most of the times probably, but we have the entire world to pick us apart and to tell us what's wrong with us. Um, but we only have ourselves to love ourselves and to find kindness, especially in hard situations. 23. Leaving your home is one of the scariest and hardest things that you can do, but it is the most rewarding. Nothing truly has taught me more about myself than and building me into who I am 
today, like living across the other side of the world. And, you know, I'm not saying that you have to pick up and, you know, move miles and miles and miles away. It could just be like four blocks down the street. But I think when you are shaken and you're taken out of your comfort zone and you truly learn how to rely on yourself and you're tested in terms of many, many things that happens when, you know, you you move away from home. It is truly that time that you, I think, grow into really the person who you are. 24, just because you wanted something at one point in your life, it is okay to change your mind. In your 20s and even later, we assume these roles and labels and we try to make them permanent on ourselves. But as we grow and we live and we travel more, many things change naturally. And we're not the same people who we were even a couple years ago or even earlier in the year. And we should not expect our desires to stay the same. And this is something that I also struggled with, especially this year. When I moved to London three years ago, I had a very different direction in mind. I had very different goals and ambitions. But this time, three years later, things have naturally changed. And it took a while for me to just accept the fact that, well, I want different things out of my life now because... I am three years older than I was when I was 23. I have three more years of experience than I've had in three years. So it's okay to to accept that. And it is also okay, like no one is holding to ourselves to these like make-believe labels or roles that we put on ourselves. 25, it is our job not to get our feelings hurt. And this is coming from a place of building boundaries and showing how to, and showing others how to treat us. If people hurt us, we need to know when it's time to walk away, but it's also important for us to understand why certain comments or certain behavior is affecting us the way that it does. 26, the last one. This is probably a very cheesy one, but it's something that I try to live by, and that is the universe knows better than we do, and learning when to let something go is very important. And this has to do with when you have a goal or a destination in mind and it is not going to your plan and you push and you push and you keep knocking on one or two doors and they're just not opening. It is important to sometimes to just let it go and say, okay, this is my goal. This is where I want to be. It's not working right now, but it doesn't mean it won't happen in five months, in two years, in three years. It will. It will come to me. It will work out. I just don't know how, and that is okay. I'll just step back and let the universe do its magic. Um, sounds very floofy and, you know, very kind of LA vibey, but, but I think with all that aside, it is important that just because something is not happening right now, it doesn't mean that it's not meant for you. It's just not right now. Um, and maybe from this situation, it will either, you know, change into something different, or maybe there's just a better thing out there for you that you don't even know about or haven't thought about. And the universe will show itself, show that thing to you. Maybe it's a job, or again, maybe you're trying to move somewhere and just it's been hard and it's not going the way you've planned. Maybe that's because you're not really meant to be there right now. Maybe you're actually meant to go to a different place or actually stay put. So it's very important to just understand that not everything is in our control and it's important to just let go. And that is it for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed and I look forward to chatting next week. 